Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we watch Sailor Moon. You know, the anime. We love it. What? What happened? What? <laughs> I short. I shortened the intro. I'm, I'm ready to get to the stuff. Yes, this is the podcast where we watch Sailor Moon and talk about why it is that we love it so much. There you go. Mm-hmm. And this week, we are finishing up our look at the uh, movie specials with ami's first love which is great yeah uh i i don't think it's going to be as controversial as our last choice jordan (laughs) you're right you should have agreed with me (laughs) (laughs) but yes to help us talk about this we invited back a very good friend of the show cassidy stone is here cassidy (gasps) hello hello <laughs> he caught you by surprise it sounded like yeah you, didn't know you were gonna be on the show I'm just, <laughs> i thought i was just here to chat with some friends and suddenly <laughs> well you well, are you, that, that is exactly yeah. what you're here for oh my goodness well it couldn't have been a better surprise <laughs> well cassidy welcome back it's been a while since we've talked to you it has is everything still going well <laughs> uh yeah Oh, good. I'm glad. Do you mean like in our lives or in the podcast? I mean, like, you know, well, is the podcast not your life? Wow. I mean, yeah. look, it's no. a big chunk of it. No, come on. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. Sorry. That, that sounded really dismissive. I love it. It's great. Uh, yeah. No. With the H, man. <laughs> so how long has it been? What was the last time you were on the show? Oh. The last time Cassidy was here, I was not. Oh. It was many moons ago. Yeah, it was way back before uh, episode 125 during some chibi-sodes that we last talked to Cassidy. Oh, was this yeah. one of the ones that I, that neither of us was here, or was I here for this one? I can't remember. I think that one might have just been... <laughs> Jake might have been filling in on that one. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, it's Jake, Jake, Shannon, and Cassidy were on nice. that episode. So the last time we talked to you would have been way, way back in uh, episode 110, Good where we, we met our favorite cousins. Wow, that is a long time ago. Yeah, it's a while back. But we're glad to have you back, Cassidy. Have you had any Sailor Moon developments in your life since then? Gracious, no, I haven't. No? No, my life's been very Sailor Moon stagnant lately. It's real sad. Yeah. Yeah. But it's changed now. (laughs) This is my Sailor Moon update. All right, I'll take it. Yeah. I think, uh, look, I, I want everybody out there. And I think this applies to us as well, mm-hmm. not to me. Oh, oh. And Jordan, I will give, I will maybe give you a, an out as well. Okay. But I think everybody has to go get a Sailor Moon development. I can see that. I think it greatly enriches your life. And I'll, I'll throw an easy one out there for you. Uh, I went to Lush this week because I treat myself right. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Your boy's talking Lush, uh, Lush shampoo, Lush conditioner bath bombs face masks oh yeah that's what i like uh they have a a new newish i believe a newish mask that's a jelly mask and it is called bunny moon oh oh 
and so obviously i had to get it <laughs> like of course um what what is uh, it like it's it's really interesting it's like it like you put it on your hand and it feels like jelly and then oh. you sort of you know it kind of melts into a cream and you put it on your face and it's a mask so you leave it on for 10 or 15 minutes and it uh okay so up. hold on hold on so you put it as a jelly yes. on your face it turns on your face no no, no. it's in like a little like a little pot right oh, okay and you scoop it out with your finger and it's like jelly and then as you rub your hands together it turns into like okay. a cream and then you put i was imagining face. like it's a dirty. mask that's like like a gummy mask kind of situation and you lay it on your face and it somehow goes like and like turns into foam and that was <laughs> awesome and someone should get on that buddy you know what you know what i'm hearing from this conversation we got to get you into skincare yeah no i mean again this is the same thing as when you were like i got a a pedicure and i was like yeah i've never done that oh i've never done that either okay all right both of you (laughs) what are you doing not treating yourselves right i don't want someone grabbing my feet I mean, look that that is going to be a pretty big obstacle to get. <laughs> you, you get to soak your feet in the little bubbly tub, and then you're... I mean, I've seen it happen. I've been in a nail place when it happened. It smelled nice. They, it smelled lovely. They scrape off the dead skin and stuff. Yeah, I mean, I guess that would probably be a good thing because I have dead skin on my feet for sure. You you get the the wrap like the where they put the stuff on and they wrap the hot towel around your legs. Oh, I love it. Oh, I mean, I just barely managed to get a manicure once for my sister's wedding, and like, you know, the manicurist was sitting there. She's like, "Well, you you need to relax your hands." And I'm just like, oh, "I can't." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, may, look, maybe it's not for you, <laughs> but I want to have like nice beautiful hands and feet now that summer's here and people will probably see my feet at some point so hang on i'm sorry going back to this face mask Uh so what is special about the bunny moon one like what what it's made out of rabbits obviously yeah (laughs) right it's 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 made out of roses and ice cream okay that's a lie (laughs) let's see i'm gonna see if i can uh here we go uh, you can find it on LushUSA.com. Uh, this is the Bunny Moon Jelly Face Mask. Uh, if your skin's feeling a bit tender or sore, treat it to this gentle gold-dusted jelly no. mask. Loads of soothing, syrupy honey lock moisture into skin. While Rose, I wasn't kidding, okay. chamomile and vanilla not uh, ice cream, relieve irritation and leave skin feeling balanced again. There, there. You'll have calm, clear skin before long. Okay. I'm sad that there's nothing subtly Sailor Moonish about that, unfortunately. Yeah, there does not seem to be anything Sailor Moonish about it beyond the name, but we have cons- we have referred to her as Bunny Moon quite a few but, times. Yeah. But, but that being said, hold on and let me go back in this description to the part where you said gold dusted? I mean, that's the, look, that is what it says. So there's gold in it i don't believe there is i think it's like i I think it's like the color gold but you is there any sparkle do you get a little sparkly finish on your skin does not have any sparkle oh hang on in this video clip on the website Mm -hmm. when they open the thing there's like it looks like there's like gold flecks at the top well i'm i'm looking at the ingredients 
and I'm not seeing uh, I'm not seeing gold, Jordan. Uh, listen, I'm I'm not saying there definitely is gold. They're the ones who said gold dusted. It does say titanium dioxide. What? You have titanium skin now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what that means. Wow, I'm like so, Colossus from the X. You're so powerful. <laughs> yeah, that's the the true secret of skincare. I'm bulletproof now, like the movie Catwoman taught mm-hmm, us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've gotten really distracted looking at the bath bombs. They have so many I didn't know about. There are quite a few bath bombs. Anyway, that's <laughs> and what they I'm have one called this week. the Birth of Venus as well. Oh. This week, challenge yourself to have a Sailor Moon development. And if that just means going to Lush, that just means going to Lush. Yeah, I'm going to take my pass because I don't want to have to have a development every week. That's a lot. I don't think you need to have a development every week, but you should have a Sailor Moon development every now and then. How old's Darian? (sighs) A year and a half. And I did have one. I went to see the live show. I mean, yes, that's true. That's so cool. Fair. Fair. Which we will eventually talk about. Yes, at some <laughs> point. Whenever when we've forgotten about it. <laughs> listen, whenever we do this show and we're not very tired, we'll do it. Anyway, Cassie, oh, actually, let me say one thing about the live show as a teaser for the live show. Yes, I I don't remember if I put the Sailor Moon Super Live into YouTube or or it just was recommending things to me because I like Sailor Moon. But definitely there was a clip uh, from the Super Live up on YouTube. Uh, I think from from a thing that they did at during the, the, the Cherry Blossom Festival. Is that when you saw them in Washington or was that somewhere else? Uh, yeah. So it was that. But here's the thing. I don't recommend mm, – I, I don't really recommend people check it out. And here's why. It's very beautiful, but they are patched directly into the soundboard seemingly like before effects were put on the voices it doesn't sound that great <laughs> how dare you <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry i'm so sorry again in that room when when it's coming out through the speakers and there's like nice reverb added in and everything it sounded great i was like this is amazing when i heard it like up c- close and tight i was like they're working real hard at dancing right now and don't have a lot of <laughs> <laughs> effort to put into the, not effort but they can't focus on singing well and you can unfortunately tell i mean look i am actually very surprised to find out that they were singing <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah that, that's because, a good point because it is so much dancing and so much choreography like it is beyond me that they could even remember like lyrics <laughs> to the songs that's their job as performers <laughs> yeah i know it's very impressive <laughs> all right so that so that's if you listen if you uh search at your own risk uh but uh yeah it is out there there are actually a bunch of uh clips from sailor moon the super life so if you did not get the chance to see it uh and you would like to get a little bit of it it's on there yeah and you will get a you will get a tiny piece of the pure magic that we experienced seeing sailor moon the super live just a little scrumptious taste. Just so scrumptious. But like, <laughs> put put the sound through a filter or something. <laughs> Jordan, stop being mean. I'm not trying to be counts. mean. They, they are, they're terrific. We'll talk about how terrific, which is a lot, when we talk about <laughs> They are a lot terrific. Yes. <laughs> well, Cassidy, anything else going on? Uh, like, generally in line? Yeah. Sailor Oh. Yeah. A storyboard for... uh. The show Ruby now, which is pretty cool. Oh, 
And that's that's Ruby with a W, right? Yes. And I thought I was like, that's magical girlish. I can bring that up. <laughs> All right. That's I haven't it. seen it. <laughs> okay. But I bet I bet it's great. Aw, thanks. That sounds way more patronizing than I meant it to. I support you in your work, Cassidy. That's what Thank he meant. Uh, I, I apologize for not remembering this, but just to refresh my memory, who's your favorite scout? Oh, we're going to do this again? I just, I just wanted to, to know that part because it seems yeah. you know, relevant. It's Sailor Chibi Moon. Oh, no! Okay. Yeah. All right. I apologize like, All right. for last episode where I just was saying awful things about her. It's I'm used to it, man. Okay. <laughs> she's just... I love her because she's just a small, tiny child who's just, she's doing her best and it's tough and no one thinks she can do anything, but she's trying. Uh, yeah, I agree. She can't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one time she pulled a gun. It was really cool. <laughs> that did happen. Actually, did yeah. she do it twice? I could be mistaken. She I feel like have. she did it twice. Um, all right. Well, I think she's in this, but very tangentially. Yeah. She's just kind of background noise. <laughs> Bless. <laughs> We are going to be watching the movie. No. Uh, the, the full length film. No. Feature film all about Ami Mizuno. No. Uh-huh. It's a short that aired in theaters before the Sailor Moon Supers movie. Yes. Uh, so, do you guys want to just go ahead and get into it? Hell yeah. Yeah. Can I say hell on this podcast? I uh, forgot. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. No, no. no swearing. Uh, no. no. No heck words. No hex. No, you can, right, you can swear. Let's go ahead and get into it. You know what I just realized? What? Tell me. I'm like in a really good mood talking about Sailor Moon. And it's definitely because we never have to deal with the horse again. Yeah. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. The horse is gone. Again, we were assured that the horse is not in the Supers movie. I'm still a little nervous about it. Shannon would not. Shannon would not have lied to us. I don't think she no. would intentionally lie. I just, I, I'm like, part of me is like, th- that twinkle, twinkle yell is going to happen. I'm, I'm nervous. I think it'll be all right. All right. Well, nervous. anyway, right now we are horse free, and we are watching Ami's first love, uh, which has uh, a wiki moon's fallen down on the job. There is no listed writer, director, or animation director on this. Really? Yeah. That is weird, especially since it absolutely is gorgeous. No, it's phenomenal. Dude, that was the first thing I thought of when I was like, this animation is nice. Yeah. Listen, I I occasionally get the the Blu-ray sent to me by, by this. This one I had to buy. Oh. Uh, no, Sorry, no, I'm kidding. I, I'm, saying, <laughs> I'm saying that so people know that I mean this. Get the Blu-ray. Yeah. Yeah. It's the animation is so beautiful in this entire thing, which gives me a lot of really high hopes for the Supers movie. I, well, I mean, even the even the S movie was had nice animation, um, but this was better. Yeah, they always they always really bust it out for the movies because mm-hmm. then you get to use those transformation sequences as much as you want. Well, we'll get to it. No listed creators on Wikimoon. If you know, please let us know. There's a, what's the other What's the other Sailor Moon wiki? I forget. Uh, no, I, I actually looked on the fandom wiki as well. Oh, wow. Okay. So nothing. I, I mean, I wonder if it is the same team as the Supers movie, but I don't want to give them credit for it and, and have it not be them. And it had a whole credits at the end. So it, that suggests yeah. to me it probably has different credits. <laughs> Otherwise, why do that? If only we knew. 
Yeah. If only we knew. Uh, but you know what? We do know. What? We know when it came out. Let's hear it. Hey, Jordan. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I, I see Did you... when, it, when it came out. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Do you? Mm-hmm. Jordan. Yes. Cassidy. Hello. This film came out on December 23rd, 1995. And you know what that means. It's almost... <laughs> It's almost Christmas. Christmas took a little longer to happen than I thought it was going to ha- take. <laughs> yeah, thanks to Jake, Christmas is going to get here right on. Oh. <laughs> no, not anymore, because now that you mentioned it, he, he can't make Christmas that Christmas will have gotten here mm, right know. on time. I don't know. Thanks, Jake. It seemed uh, like a... Yes. Well, we had to wait two days. It makes sense. Uh, as the, as the ep- episode title implies, this is focused almost entirely on Ami. Like the other, the other scouts are there, but they're very much supporting characters in this very, very funny, very, very weird story about Ami. Uh, that is incredible. Yes. Agreed. Do, are we doing, uh, it already has a very Americanized name. Are we going to do a name for it? Uh, yeah, I think we should do a name. See Cassie, what we're doing now, because we're finally past the point where we don't have the Deke titles or the Cloverway titles anymore. Right. We're coming up with what those would be were these part of the Deke and Cloverway runs. Oh, and I, I have one. I have one. I mean, I should have taken like an hour out of my time and really thought about it and come up with the perfect one. But off the top of my head, all I'm thinking is study madness. It really, it literally took me two seconds to think this one up. Is it, is it, is it an hour for you, buddy? To come up with, but after an hour, I would have come up with a better one than you're about to come up with. Uh, sure, you would have. Uh, mine is Test of the Heart. Oh, <laughs> Book of Love, maybe, or books. I, I don't have one. <laughs> I think I think Test of the Heart. You know what? People should vote. I think Test of the Heart's pretty good. Yeah, thank you, Cassidy. I win. Yeah. I win the vote. But, because... <laughs> that was not. How, that was not. People should have a vote. There's one vote. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, look, Cassidy's the only one here. Buddy. It's true. Uh, me. Me. Well, would you have voted for me? No. Well, I would have voted for me, so we'd be tied. Yeah. Cassidy's the tiebreaker. It's true. Cassidy's the swing state. That's right. Florida. <laughs> I would never. You're at least Pennsylvania. Oh, thank you. Aww. All right. Well, I'll get back to you in an hour. Yeah. So our heroine for this short film is Ami Mizuno. Uh, she's Virgo. Her birthday is September 10th. Her blood type is A. And her favorite food is sandwiches. <laughs> Why? Because she can eat sandwiches while she reads. <laughs> yep. Sandwich one hand, book in the other. Yeah, man. It starts, like, right off the bat. Beautiful. Like, again, the animation, just as soon as you get in, it's just her starting her day. Oh, reading a book in the bathtub. They did They did get us in a, a, a naked ami shot yeah yeah they sure did it was it was so cute though <laughs> she is reading in the bathroom a book which again that's da- i mean that's dangerous i guess she's skillful yeah she's probably had practice she's probably she's done this before mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I read in the bathtub sometimes when i bust out those lush bath bombs but i'm Dude. but don't you some isn't it you could drop a book in there i'm gonna order some bath bombs like immediately you have set me off on that do you think Ami Mizuno has ever yeah. dropped a book in her life? 
Yeah, in her whole life, sure. Not once. I... Not once. Okay, all right. Uh, but also, wait. Do you know? Did you catch the title of the book? I didn't. What was it? Uh, the title of the book, which if you have the the subtitles on the Blu-ray, the title of the book is "Learn English Vocabulary While Taking a Bath." No. <gasps> yes. yes. So what else is she going to read? Like, where else she, is she going to read it? She's Jordan? just Wait. following. She's following the instructions. No, 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 no. Sure. Of course. That's hilarious. What <laughs> the fuck does this book say? <laughs> what, what does the book like? How is this book tailored to taking a bath? Maybe it's just like you have to get in a relaxed state to, to read this book. <laughs> Is that a thing? Is that a, is that a is that a kind of book where they're like, this is a book you have to be relaxed for? Is that a thing? I mean, maybe it's part of the studying technique, Jordan. Yeah. Okay. She's part of some advanced studying techniques that we probably don't even know about. Oh, I, so one thing I did want to mention about this: uh, this is apparently based on a manga story, pretty directly. Yeah, I was really confused while just le- reading the synopsis of this and stuff. I'm like, have, I know I haven't seen this before, but I know this story. And I realized it was because I read the manga. Yep. Yep. Uh, Cause I watched it with my wife and this is her favorite story in all of Sailor Moon manga. You know, I was, while I was watching this, I did have the thought, I bet Devin loves this. Oh, absolutely. The, she literally had a, um, uh, not a montage. What is it called? When you make a, we put a bunch of pictures together. Collage. Collage, yes. Mm-hmm. She had she made a collage of images from various manga, but lots from this one uh, for when she would be studying f- for med school, like to motivate her for studying. And there's a big picture of Ami right in the middle pointing at the camera going, stop reading comics and study, <laughs> which is from this story in the in the comic. Which, by the way, I am uh, I'm continuing to uh, read through the manga as much as I can. So I'm, I'm out of volume one. I'm in, going into volume two. Well, this is, I think this is in one of the side story yes. uh, ones. So, Which yeah. I don't want to read yet, just in case sure. they spoil something. But no. also, we're in the last season now, so <laughs> I kind of feel like I can. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you can read whatever you want. I mean, and, and like I said, she, she told me it's pretty exact. Um, which makes sense, because it explains some of the irregularities between this and episodes of the show. Uh, do you mean, like how ami has already had a first love yes and <laughs> and it started in almost the exact same way yep it did start in almost the exact same way we even get a callback picture of her when she's like i love sandwiches and she said there's a perfect picture of her about to take a bite <laughs> it says it's a sandwich but it looks a lot like a burger so <laughs> i mean a burger's a sandwich right i don't want to get into this <laughs> that was like two years of my life on another podcast <laughs> But yes, it is. Uh, uh, we we very like it is. It is hilarious because this uh, Greg, yeah, Urala, Greg. <laughs> uh, he has been obliterated from memory. <laughs> this is an AU. Like part of me expected no, him Greg's to show an up. AU, buddy. Well, but he's the one that's in the sequence. This episode should have been or this this short should have been that episode because this is so much more fun yes I, I wonder if it existed i bet you it didn't no i mean no it probably didn't because that's fairly fairly that's fairly early on it's it's definitely yeah. in season one season one for mm-hmm. sure yeah and i don't but i don't know when the shorts came out or when the uh the short stories came out so 
Uh, yeah, I, I don't either. Let's see. It'll probably say in this wiki. Let's see. Ami-chan's first love is the manga side story. It came out. It does not say. Yeah, because they're all in like the the last two volumes of the manga as they're printed now. Right, but that's because the, they're like a side volume. Exactly. So who knows? You know, the, man, Wiki Moon, you're falling down on the job entirely. That doesn't tell us when this came out. Yeah, the Wiki Moon, the site from which we have taken everything and give nothing back, <laughs> is really letting us down. Yeah. We just, I mean, we did plug them just now, although I guess we, it was kind of a negative plug. Yeah, it wasn't a great plug. <laughs> I would not have paid for that. <laughs> All right. So Ami Chan, oh, she goes to school. And the reason I wanted to mention, I was reminded uh, to mention that it was Devin's favorite story is because this, this note was uh, one of her notes while watching it. She specifically is like, I, I go to school 40 minutes early and she shows up and there's a zillion people there. <laughs> <laughs> That's, look, man, Japan, <laughs> they take it seriously. Apparently she meant, I only go 40 minutes early. I, yeah. I know, it's disgraceful. Such a slacker. <laughs> she, so, she opens her, is this her locker? Her Yes. Yes, her shoe locker. Uh, she gets to school 40 minutes early, opens up her shoe locker, and wouldn't you know it, there is a love letter in there. Dun, dun. Now, does she, okay. Uh, the love letter, I'm just realizing... Is the love letter from that guy? No, right? It's just random? No, I think it's just from someone who has a crush on Ami. But we never find out who. We never... Well, I mean, I have my theory. I'm just now realizing we never found out who. Unless it's the monster. It's not the monster. You're sure? The monster is not awakened at this point. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, then I think we never find out. Now you're going to say you have your theory, and your theory is that it's, it's Marco. Makoto. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but except that you said they started dating like 50 years ago. I think this story takes nope. place earlier. I think this story officially <laughs> in my in my canon. This hey, would replace Greg. Who's that pink-haired weirdo? <laughs> Don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but I, I bet she's great, and I hope she sticks around forever. <laughs> No, obviously yes. this takes place uh, post, well, post her return as an older version of herself. So this has I to hope take place. I, whoever that pink haired weirdo is, okay. I hope she becomes the main character of this show. Well, if you want I, me to stop watching. I would kill for a whole show just centered around Sailor Chibi Moon. You can have your Chibi Moon spinoff. I just won't watch it. That's fine. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm comfortable with that. Anyway, um, no, obviously this takes place during Supers. No, yes, of course it does. Um, <laughs> and they're talking about taking the high school exam. Um, so th- this is the thing. It, it, it goes against, it does erase Greg, but it also erases Cookbook. Mm, yes? Not necessarily. Oh, no, okay. So here's your <laughs> argument. Uh, let, me, let me pretend I'm you for a minute. Uh, it says Ami's first love, not her first intense sexual romance. <laughs> 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 Uh, no and also throughout when they're talking to spoiler when they're talking about her being in love mako is a hundred percent on board and interested she's like oh that's great awesome tell me all about it she's not yeah, like she does, what? she does she's literally like i wish i was getting love letters <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so look yes you are correct this is but you know what i i will i will read into it what i would like point being i'm gonna get out this love letter and i think this is actually very very uh well staged mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because Ami pulls this letter out uh 
and sees that it has a heart sticker holding it sealed. And it's when she look it's when she looks at the heart sticker, she turns orange mm-hmm. and gets a skin rash because mm-hmm. Ami Mizuno, Sailor Mercury, mm-hmm. the guardian of love and intelligence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that what she is? Yeah, she says it in this episode. Wow. Uh she is canonically allergic to love letters. Bless. Wait, why isn't Mina like, excuse me? <laughs> I've got love handled. They're all the guardians of love and justice. Oh, love I and guess you're right. Yeah. And then yeah. Venus is love and love. <laughs> love and more love. Extra so, love. Double love. I, again, Minako Aino is the goddess of love. Oh. If you, uh, if you watch the, the show. Which, nope, never which seen I know it. you don't do it yeah, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a pink girl in it. I'm not into it. Cassidy, you oh. want to host a podcast? Wow. <laughs> you know, I'd love to. God damn okay, it. Email me after. <laughs> you you repla- try to replace me so much. You can do the spinoff. I mean, or I mean, what, what if we both separately started doing just a competitive like, podcast? Yeah. What if, what if, as of like episode one, what, what would it be? One sixty. Uh, oh God, what are we on? Uh, it'll be episode one sixty-seven. Yeah. Suddenly, there's two episodes of Sailor Moon <laughs> this every week, and it's it's me and a guest and Jordan and a, and then the other show is Jordan and a guest. Well, I mean, I'd have the and advantage. We never acknowledge each other. I'd have the advantage because I own the actual feed. Yeah, I guess that's true. So you don't want to so, do this. So would one be called like Sailor Business, and the other one would be called like Sailor Livelihood, Sailor Employment, <laughs> like Sailor Occupation? That's a good question. No, I think they would just both be called, it would just be called, like, there would be two different titles. It would just be episode 167, title A, episode 167, title B. I think this is good. You would need to pay me double. That's like Night of the Living Dead, where where they, they split, the, the two writers, or the two creators split it, where one of them could do Of the Dead, and the other one could do Living Dead. This is some real Steve Ditko, Stan Lee stuff. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And I know that you, Jordan, are a diehard objectivist. Oh, so. goddamn. The opposite. What's the opposite of an objectivist? Anti-objectivist? A, su- a subjectivist, I guess. Yeah, that's the other thing about objectivists I don't like, that they took the name objectivist, because I want to be an objectivist just <laughs> the, but for the name, but the actual stuff they believe, I'm like, get out of here with that. We are so far off the rails that I <laughs> yeah, don't where, know where the rails where did are we end at up? this point. It's okay, because it's a 15-minute episode. Let's get through it. Okay. Yeah, so uh, Ami is allergic to love letters, which yeah. is very funny. Yep. Like physically, physically. Yeah, give her a skin rash, is what she says. An allergic reaction, uh, and and also, does she is it does she scream and make the entire campus like shake and and all the people fly in the air, or is it just, <laughs> or or is it an explosion? I'm not sure, but she no, does. It's, it's it's Ami freaking out. Yeah. So later at the shrine, mm-hmm, all mm-hmm, of the senshi, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. uh, the two moons. Los dos lunas. Okay, yeah. And uh, the rest of the senshi are there. And Ami is uh, complaining. And we get another... We get another mixed up quote from, from Mina. And in the subtitles, it's... I think it's it's life's, life's short and loves a battle. Yeah. No. Oh, no, not in the subtitles. Oh, really? No, in the subtitles, it's love is too short, so fall in life. Yes, that's what it is. Uh, in the dub, what she says is, love's too short, so get some high heels. <laughs> which I think is very funny. <laughs> See, no, but that actually works. Yeah. Yeah. The, the new dub is good. No, but I mean, like, that's not, 
that's not wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's wrong. It's not a famous saying that everybody says, yeah. but at least it's like, hey, that's clever. Well that done. That makes sense. Mina. Yeah, Mina's Mina's smart. No. And you never give her credit for that's that. That's not true because again, everybody <laughs> they unless they cut the reaction shot, everyone is completely like, oh, what an idiot. <laughs> so Ami is really excited about studying. But also the there word, is uh, a the word romance yes. does not exist in her vocabulary. <laughs> the word romance does not exist in her dictionary. Yeah. Uh, but she has been taking practice tests, which you can take using a like gamer tag. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And then the yeah. results are printed in. I I think this is a magazine, right? Yeah, it looked like a magazine. So it like it's a sport. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's weird how this is going down. Yeah, uh, you're right. I mean, well, at least I mean. This is before the internet, right? So yes, mm-hmm. yep. So it would have to be. Maybe it's a zine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a street a street exam she's taking. Yes, <laughs> an underground street exam. If you don't think I would lose my mind if there was an episode <laughs> where Ami was participating in like illegal underground academic decathlon, oh my god. <laughs> uh, here's another thing that's good about this episode: it redeems Ami a bit because. I, I, I've been feeling like she kind of stunk recently. Here's the less negative version of that. I, I had said to uh, Devin that I, I feel like in my ranking of the five scouts, I think recently Venus has climbed up above Mercury. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Uh, and, and again, at the beginning, that was unheard of. Venus was a nothing. But I feel like Venus has gotten more and more fun as the more I see her, and Ami has gotten more and more boring the more I see her. The last few Ami Spotlight episodes we got were, like, not good. Yeah. They were very boring. Right, right. Yeah, she she's definitely in danger of becoming a very one-note character, like, just very flat. Which is why it's kind of surprising that she's the most popular scout in Japan. She's so cute. Look at her glasses that she's wearing through most of this episode. Let's talk about that. (laughs) What's going on there? That's how you know this is like based on Naoko Takeuchi because Ami's got glasses and Ami never wears glasses in the anime. Yeah. Why does she put on glasses? She's like, I need to look smarter. She's serious now. She wears them in the manga. All the time or just in this one? Not all the time. Just when she needs to read. Although I believe live action uh, Ami in Pretty Guardian wears glasses all the time when she's Ami, but obviously not when she's Sailor right. Mercury. Oh, well, she, sometimes. She's Clark Kent thing going on. Sometimes Sailor Mercury wears glasses. So Sailor Mercury wears a visor. All right. She wears Google Glass. That tells her about RoboCop. Yeah. <laughs> Does it correct her vision at all? Or Wait, so you saying she wears glasses when she reads? So she's farsighted? Ami is actually 67 years old. <laughs> Oh <laughs> she needs reading glasses. She she went down to Walgreens picked up some reading Aww. glasses. <laughs> so, uh, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, if you, yeah, we, we we were talking about this magazine. Yeah, please ask your question. Yeah. Well, if you if you're Ami Mizuno, yes, of course. If you're if you're Amy Anderson, right? Either who way. is secretly Sailor Mercury? Her, her, she, yeah, yeah, of course, mm-hmm. secretly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. 
secretly. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Right. And you need to. And you need to figure out. Hey, what's what's my PlayStation Network name gonna be? <laughs> well, now hang on. Uh huh. I see where you're going with this. Uh-huh. <laughs> what's her? Hey, Chris. What's her? What's her name? She does her tests under Mercury. But like, couldn't it be that she's just going? So what? People can read it and go, "Hey, Sailor Mercury is the smartest girl in, in Japan." I mean, I guess, <laughs> except that everybody knows that Ami is the a, it's, a it's different Ami. blue-haired girl is the smartest girl yes. in Japan. <laughs> yeah, everybody like in the episode where she's introduced, people are like, "Yeah, that's Ami. She gets perfect scores on all the national practice exams, and yet she's a brain school reject. That doesn't make she any is sense. a brain school reject, and I bet she thinks she's better than everyone. I don't want to be her friend. No, <laughs> I love Ami so much. It's wow. So um, yeah, no, she's again, and in this episode especially, she is quite humorous. So she has done the test under the name Mercury. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like you're right. That doesn't seem like an Ami move. That definitely seems like a, like Usagi would do that a hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah. Usagi's would be Moon Princess four twenty. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yes. I could see Sailor Venus doing it. Although although she might be more likely to be like, well, you know what? Actually, hold on. The reason that Venus might not do it is because she'd be like, no, no, no. I want to get famous as me. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, hers would be under uh, Minako Aino. Yep. It would be in really small letters. It would be like Minako Aino, the goddess of love. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Um, Mars? I, I don't know. go either way. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure on that one. And then what about Jupiter? I I you look, you know I love jupes. I do. <laughs> you know I love my girl. Uh-huh. There is no way that she would not have the most basic like yeah. pseudonym. She would be like like Cookie Girl 3. Yep. <laughs> Cookie Girl 92. Yep. <laughs> yep. She makes good cookies. It's fine. Baker babe. <laughs> yeah, like it would be very good. All right. So yes, Ami has sent in uh, this mock exam, this practice exam, uh, under the name Mercury, and she has scored a perfect 500. That's 100% across five categories. There is also someone else who has a perfect score. Now, explain to me how they are reading the magazine and go, first place goes to Mercury... When there are multiple people who got first place, <laughs> why why wouldn't it go? Because it doesn't end there. Because first place goes to Mercury, who scored five hundred, like blah 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 blah, and also to this other person who also scored five. Like that's a awful way to write that sentence. I I, I think well, I was going to say maybe they're doing it alphabetically, but I guess Mercurius would come before. Yes, Mercury. it would. Yes, yeah. it would. Yeah. Spoiler: This person's name is Mercurius. Which yes, which listen. <laughs> The first time I heard it, I was like, is this person in love with Mercury? Yeah. yeah. Like, no, what, what I thought is like, hey, maybe I'm a little they were Mercurious. Yeah, you know they were what just I mean? kind of thinking about whether they were into fish girls. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I saw, I saw, you know, I saw Ariel at a young age and yeah. grew up a little Mercurious. Yeah. Wait, what? How does that have to do with Merc- Mercury? Think about it. Think about it, Jordan. Because take a moment. Because when you. When you eat fish, you could get mercury poisoning. No, Jordan, think, think hard. <laughs> I, I honestly about, about Ariel, who wants to be part of your world. Okay. Do you know? 
Who is she? A Little Mermaid. There you go. Follow follow it. Right. What does that have to do with Mercury? Mer- Mer- Mercurius. Oh, Mer person. Yep. Oh, you got there. Jesus. Yay! All right. Now that you caught up with me, Cassie. <laughs> All right. So yes, uh, there's this other person who is also getting a perfect score and also like using Ami's name. Yeah. Kind of a power move. <laughs> well, only if we were to learn that the person named themselves after her. But, but I think that is what we are assuming right now. And in fact, Ami is assuming it because she said, this is clearly a challenge to me. Yeah. This is a new enemy. So what she wants right now is for her four friends to go murder someone. <laughs> yes. I mean, not not anyone. She's not like, go find this person, and if they're a teenage boy, just assume that's a disguise and kill them. She assumes that it's a monster. Uh, but, okay, I'm really torn on this. The last time somebody did this, they were a monster. They were mm-hmm. a monster. Yeah. It has been 167 solid weeks of monsters. Yeah. Usagi, of all people, says, uh, Ami, I think you're overthinking this. Which, spoiler warning, turns out to be true. Yeah. Uh-huh. But there is no reason she shouldn't expect it to always be a monster. Yeah, at this point, they should be having some serious paranoia about literally everything being a monster. Uh, yeah, but like, I, no, I, I yes, <laughs> no. that's a funny thing to say but here's why i disagree because there's nothing there's nothing there yet like this would be like you walk into a store and you go oh, there's a clerk it's probably a monster no that's too much that's too much that's, that's the first season of the show dog i understand but that's too much to just see a person and go that's a person probably a monster if every every weird thing that happens in these girls lives turns out to be a monster somebody else did good on a test isn't that weird well it's if they made a perfect score because remember ami has an iq of 300 (laughs) sure sure she does which means she is she is as much smarter than the average person as the average person is as a genius is smarter than a dead person (laughs) is that accurate i did not know that is that That, i mean i think that's the only way you get down to zero the average iq is 100 yeah between 90 and 110 it says yeah you're right so wow yeah so if you're like if you have a 150 that's like super smart ami's 150 points beyond that (laughs) and that's not possible right no, it's it's no. Inc- it's, it's definitely not, yeah. not possible. Let's, let me look. Let me look up. What is? Come on, come on. What is the highest IQ? And the answer is, uh, somebody scored a two ten once. Yeah. So Ami is as as much smarter than that person as that person is smarter than the average person. He's okay, a, I'm like, very scared of the Pokemon Alakazam now. Why? What is his? Five thousand. Oh, wow! <laughs> See, when this came up the first time, I talked about how hilarious it is that Common Rider's IQ in the Common Rider manga is listed as six hundred, but five thousand is <laughs> that's, that's very good. That's he's very smart. Who is this person? Smartest person in America? He developed a cognitive theoretic model of the universe. Apparently, his name is Christopher Langan, and that was in America. 
the other one who did a 210 is a South Korean named Kim, Kim Ung Young, professor and former child prodigy. And he, he used to have the Guinness World Record for highest IQ. Yeah, so Ami's like half again smarter than him. Oof. It's very difficult to express this. Yeah, I think I've read somewhere though that like IQ tests are basically bullshit. Yeah, they sure. Are. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we're still gonna. This is the metric of intelligence well, in our world. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They're not. It's not as simple as people think of it as. Let's say yeah. that it's not like they give you no information, but they're not. It's not like oh, therefore you are the smartest person. No, like it's not like that. Yeah. Also, if anyone is walking around like actually like as an adult actually talking about their IQ and it's not Sailor Mercury, then, <laughs> then that person just end that conversation. Yeah, just don't bother. Yeah. Poor common yeah. writer. So Ami is thrilled by the potential of having a rival. She gets she gets the uh, the bubbles, the love bubbles, <laughs> the love the bubbles. Love bubbles. <laughs> you can buy those at uh, Lush as well. <laughs> <laughs> Probably true. <laughs> so she's really excited she gets one of those like um you remember when uh usagi and makoto were ten thousand volts of heartbreak power looking for boyfriends yep. <laughs> she gets that like that kind of like spinning explosion behind her scene uh and then it cuts to the hallway which is not a part of ami's fantasy and everyone is looking at her like she is a man and she's got her hand <laughs> up in the air like she did this this move Yes. In real life, IRL. Yeah, so Ami assembles a a p- tower pile, a fortress, of books. a fortress, yes. a fortress, a little yes. little clubhouse, a little secret clubhouse, uh, in Ray's room. Which, how did she get them there? Is my question. It's it's not Ray's room, is it? It's just like a study room. There. No, that's it. That's at Ray's house. Yeah, but it's not in a room. That's the shrine. It? Yeah, that's Ray's bedroom. Is that where they that's study? Where they, that's where they hang out. Yeah. I never thought that was. I well, first of all, I don't ever remember seeing a bed. I thought it was just like a like a dining room or something. I I thought it was. Well, anyway, look, it's at the top of a hill inside Ray's house. Yes. These are these are at least one, two, three, four, five, six, six, eight foot tall stacks of books. <laughs> oh yeah, it's enormous. How does she get them there? Um. Ooh. Sailor teleport. I mean, look. Maybe Sailor Teleport. That's a, that's actually a very good theory. My my working theory was just, and I don't even mean this as a as a cookbook thing. It's just the only way it could happen was that Mako had to take him up. <laughs> oh, she certainly helped. I mean, for sure. Sailor Teleport is a good a good theory. Yeah, I mean, I would just been like, she made everyone help. Well, I mean, Sailor Teleport. She would have made everyone help. She had to go. That's, everybody yeah. come to my place. So we can all <laughs> teleport to Ray's place because I have a lot of books to bring. Come to the library. <laughs> oh, we're just going to steal sure. them? Holy oh, yeah, crap. Yeah, I was like, just No, we'll, we'll check them all oh, out. Okay. Then everyone will transform and they'll come in and be like, hey, I'm here to pick up that uh, Mizuno Girls books. Maybe she has a uh, Sailor Mercury library card. Maybe so. You know, that also makes sense. Jordan, you have redeemed <laughs> yeah. yourself with these good theories. <laughs> <laughs> If any of them has a library card for their secret identity, we know who it is. Yes. <laughs> oh, pretty great. So, um, yes. Yeah, so she's got this stack of books and she's freaking out because, again, again, Mercurius has uh, gotten the, the perfect score. And that's when I think I think Jupiter is the first one who says it. You're totally into this guy. Yeah. How, how do you know it's a boy? Well, that's what Ami's response was. And uh, then they start 
uh, pumping her for information on what her dream boy would be. And this part is pretty great. This shit's amazing. Her dream boy is Einstein, <laughs> the father <Yeah>. of special relativity. <laughs> and I gotta say, I have Googled pictures of Einstein as a youth. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Not a good look. Is- you can't just Google young Einstein because that was a film starring. I mean, uh, yes, I am getting that Australia as well. Yahoo serious. <laughs> I'm getting uh, no, that as well. But you get both. Yeah, some yeah. of these are clearly. I mean, he's listen. He's not bad looking. He's just uh, not. What is looking. this? Like, look at this little mustache thing he's growing. It's yeah, disgusting. Yeah. I understand it becomes a thing later, but right now, it's a bad look. Yeah. I think, I think what we need to really make sure we get into here is that Ami isn't just like, I admire Albert Einstein's brilliance and his accomplishments. She's like, I'm horny for Einstein. Yes. Yeah. Which, it's not, I just, it's not great, Ami. <laughs> <laughs> she likes the, a, a, a brainy guy. The heart wants what the heart wants. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm actually seeing a number of, uh, Googling young Einstein, I'm seeing a number of uh, images where people are comparing pictures of Einstein when he was younger to pictures of Shia LaBeouf. I'm seeing that as well. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, all right. Yeah, that's like, there's one picture of him. I'm specifically like, he's got like, he's got an intense look in his eyes. He's like, oh, and, but his mustache is still just <laughs> awful. <laughs> oh, what do you got against mustaches? I. You know what? He gets a great mustache later in his life. It's a great look, especially with his hair. This little baby mustache is no good. It's no okay. good. Get rid of it. Wow. Harsh. <laughs> it's creepy. Harsh. Now, we have we have a horny sailor scout. So you know what that means. <laughs> That's right. It's Mina's time to shine. <laughs> That's true. The, the non-Mercury scouts go to hang out at Fruit Valor. And uh, Mina... Stands up on the table and says that she's going to help out Ami. And then she starts taking off her shirt. She's yeah. a little a little, uh, little sassy. She's going to teach her the ways of love. Uh, 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 yeah, she takes her, her, her she re- reveals her shoulder. Yeah, scandalous. it's very she scandalous. I'm going to show Mercury how to flash a little skin, apparently. Uh, everyone... <laughs> freaks out about this uh like ray leaps into makoto's arms like (laughs) it is there's a lot happening in this scene yeah sure uh so they decide that they're gonna find out who who this mercurius is and oh my goodness yeah yeah this is big this is big what's about to happen i wrote this down so uh usagi goes to school and y'all we thought they were gone forever. Well, because they're gone from the anime yes. episodes. But they're back now. It's Naru and Amino. Yeah. It's Molly and Melvin. They're still a couple. Which is not my favorite, but Naru's <laughs> precious. <laughs> Poor, now, wait, wait, I can't I remember. I was really hoping that in his absence, like, Umino would have had, like, a real glow up. Yeah. Oh, no. Come on. He's still, <laughs> they're not even in high school yet. Let him be. I like that as a side plot. Oh, Naru and Amino. Also, Amino's super hot now. <laughs> yeah, Amino hit the gym. No, he's going to yeah. be. It's going to be a total Neville Longbottom situation. That's that's what I that's what Naru deserves. She's that been is what so she deserves. Much. And that's what it's going to be. Want, 
But you gotta give him. You gotta give him seven years. You can't. I don't want. I don't want that for Amino. I do want that for Naru. <laughs> you don't want him to be Neville Longbottom hot. He's fucking. No. That guy's good looking. Oh no, I don't think he deserves to be Neville Longbottom hot. But oh, Naru deserves a Neville. Oh yeah, he's way more of a creep than Neville is for yeah. sure. Neville for had sure. a heart of gold. <laughs> Um. Uh, so wait. Now, when you say so, okay. So when you say uh, I was hoping they weren't still together, that's because of you for for Naru's sake. But let's not forget, like Naru, <laughs> Naru takes control of this relationship. Like <laughs> Naru knows knows how to how to get her man in line. Yeah, she is the alpha mm-hmm. of that wolf pack. Yeah. <laughs> so. Anyway, yes, they show up and they're very excited. Uh, they're uh, they want to talk about midterm exams. Uh, that is not what Usagi is interested in talking about. She mm-hmm. <laughs> becomes frightening and intimidating and grabs Umino by the collar and is like, "Who's my curious? <laughs> It's like it's like the scene in Homecoming where Spider-Man turns on interrogation mode. <laughs> Talk to Donald Glover. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Prowler? Yeah, yeah. She becomes badass for a moment. Yeah. Swear to me. <laughs> where is he? Uh so she asks, "Hey, what do you know about Mercurius?" And because coincidence is the gasoline on which the engine of the show runs. Mm-hmm. Amino goes, "Yeah, I know that guy." <laughs> He's like, like, actually a friend of mine. So let's let's talk about that. Is because because the question is how big of a coincidence is that? And I, I mean that's the the question is is that magazine like a national quote unquote magazine for that test, and then the two top people happen to go to the same school, or is that like the local exam book? <laughs> no, I don't. Mercurius doesn't go to their school. Oh, he he's doesn't. someone that. Umino, yeah, his uniform's different. Oh, right, 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 right. I right. think. I think you're right. Yeah. Umi- he just knows Umino from being a smart creep, I guess. Oh. Yeah. He, they run in the same circles. They are on the internet. <laughs> they are. It's 95. <laughs> They're on the BBS. Well, no, remember, remember, Umino was, like, on the internet at one point, wasn't he? They're on, they're on, they're on all... <laughs> They're on alt.nerd.creep. Oh, <laughs> a news group. Oh, it's a very good news group joke. Thank you, everybody. It's 2019. <laughs> it's 2019. Oh, news groups. So she, so uh, he does know him. Yes. And Yusagi's very pleased with this, uh, her, her, her detective work, her Batman-like detective mm-hmm. work. I guess it's a little yeah. bit more uh, Daredevil style. Just punch somebody until you find out your information. Yeah, she doesn't really dangle him off a building, <laughs> although I would have been very into that happening. I would have enjoyed that. That would have been nice. Uh, so Ami goes to uh, Ami, the prep school ravager, <laughs> as she refers to herself, which add that to her standard speech, please. please. That would be amazing. Uh, Ami decides to go to this uh, prep school with a, a long history, a long and proud history. Because maybe she'll uh, meet him because maybe she'll meet Mercurius and be able to crush him beneath her heel as she clearly <laughs> wants. Uh-huh. Uh, and so she ends up like she's been studying so hard that she falls asleep in school. Ami falls asleep in school. And what does she dream about, Chris? What does she dream about? I didn't write it down. Studying. That's right. She dreams about studying. Of course. She's, I should have known. She's going over her plans for what, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to study. 
and study and then study and then study and then a little sleep and then study and then study (laughs) and then a little sleep and then you realize she's actually already asleep yeah so um here's here's where the turn happens and i think we'll call this the act break okay what happens here is that ami studies so hard that it wakes up a succubus what yeah (laughs) yeah okay i mean that's pretty much what she is no you're right now that you say it it's yeah it's pretty clear all right and that brings us to the act break halfway hey, point yeah yeah let's yeah what's a who uh if people like the show <laughs> how can they help support the show and keep us around doing stuff like chibi sodes uh keep us coming back to talk about sailor moon pay for my future sailor moon tattoos to go along with the one i just got well uh they can go to patreon.com slash sailor business and they can uh sign up to be patrons of our podcasts for as little as a dollar a month and for as much as sixty thousand dollars a month and in between there's a bunch of other numbers uh significantly the five dollar amount, which gets you access to behind the scenes stuff, like when uh, you didn't know uh, to put your microphone near your face and, and had to start over. Now, now Jake has to save that very boring audio, <laughs> <laughs> or not, or not, um, or uh, also uh, you know other funnier things than that. Uh, also, um, for fifteen dollars, you can get the uh, enamel pin that we made this year, which is a act sorry Luna uh, pin. Luna kind of leaning over quote-unquote acting sorry uh from an early episode of the show what was that and of course we still have some tennis ball sailor moons both of those pins designed for us by katie donnelly yeah they're very very nice pins is it they're really good is it is it time to start talking about the next pin yet god this year is just flying by i feel i feel like it is because i think we started talking about the axari one last year around this time and it just took a long time to get together we're still gonna do the Xena pin. Uh-huh. Okay. With oh the, the the pommel. The saddle, yeah. But I don't know, like, should we do another Sailor Moon pin for next year as well, or just like do a Xena pin for next year and then come back to Sailor Moon the year after? That is the question I have for our audience I, to see what they would like. My pitch, and uh, but I'm open to the audience saying otherwise. My pitch would be go for the Xena pin and then say, you know, again, you could have your choice of these three pins. If you already got one of the Sailor Moon pins, you can get the other one. And Mm -hmm. if you'd rather have Xena, you get Xena. All right. Uh, Well, I want to take a moment to thank our latest patrons. Yes, please. Uh, And I want to thank Rachel. Thank you very much, Rachel. I want to thank Liam. Liam, I appreciate your help. Jeffrey. Jeffrey, thank you so much. Cheryl is a new patron. Cheryl, thank you. And Axel. Thank you, Axel. And I'm not trying to blow up anybody's spot here, but I do want to give a special shout out to Tuxedo Ted. Thank you so much tuxedo ted seriously for going above and beyond yeah in terms of uh in terms of helping us out through patreon thank you so much and thanks to everyone who backs honestly i'm sure you've heard people say it before even if it's just a dollar a month it makes a huge difference because those dollars do add up and uh honestly dollar pledges tend to be pretty stable yeah (laughs) so it's very uh, nice it's very there's things we can rely on because again we're you know 
obviously the podcast is free and we're happy that people enjoy it. And if you can't afford it, that's, that's, we understand. And we're happy to have you listen, but if you can afford the dollar, that's so helpful and it's so nice and we do appreciate it so much. Yeah. So, uh, do we want to talk about anything before we dive back into this increasingly weird, uh, Ami story? Let's see. Let's see. I don't know, man. I think, I think we're good. Oh, uh, are we doing the, the movie next or what? Or no, I guess we're doing the, the live show next, presumably. I, I think you and I are going to do our chibi soda on the live show next, and then we're going to do a two-parter on the Supers movie now that we both have it. Awesome. I look forward to seeing it. I don't remember it at all. I know I've seen it, but I have no recollection of what's in it. I'm excited, because this is Black Dreamhole. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very funny name. It is. All right. I'm looking forward to it. Let's get back to the show. Wow, you're usually the one pushing for uh, for Twitter questions. Oh, you know what? Let's do it. Let's do Twitter questions because I remember having a really long one, uh, and I don't remember what it is, but let's look at it. Cool. This is from, hey, this is from Cheryl, who we just thanked. Uh, last Friday, an anime reboot of another popular 90s shoujo manga called Fruits Basket just came out. Uh, within the Fruits Basket universe, are you familiar with it at all? Not at all. I mean, I know I am aware that it exists. Like, I know the title, but that's it. Cassidy, are you a, a Fruits Basket person? Um, I know about it. My sisters have watched it before. Everyone tells me it's amazing. I have a general idea of what the plot is. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'm going to ask this anyway, and we probably won't have an answer, but you know who will? Our fans, because our fans know a lot more than we do. <laughs> most of the time uh so within fruits basket universe there's a man who like Mamoru, has a severe identity issue and started getting dreams of a certain someone at a very young age to which he immediately fell in love uh, uh, to which he immediately fell in love with solely because of that dream note that this dream he had of the girl was literally right as she was conceived he had an immediate attachment to her uh... That's Yeah, this is news to me. He had an immediate attachment to her as soon as she existed and came into his dreams. Other boys his age also had the dream because of plot-related reasons, yet they never felt such an immediate attachment to her like this boy did. Even though this boy and girl end up together, his attachment to the dream is never explained. So, considering what we know of Sailor Pluto and how she guards the time gate and how there must be multiple timelines with Yusagi, Mamoru, and the Senshi... Uh, reborn as different people after the Silver Millennium fell. How likely do you think it is that this couple from Fruits Basket is just an AU version of Endymion and Serenity in a time where absolutely not, <laughs> where they don't awaken <laughs> as Sailor Moon and Tuxedo Mask? Also, considering the stark similarities between the Fruits Basket character and Mamoru, how likely do you think that the author of Fruits Basket was directly influenced by Sailor Moon? Note that it came out in 1998, only six years after the after uh, Sailor Moon. Also, uh, the Fruits Basket dude also has a creepy age gap with his destined dream lover, obviously, around six to eight years, pretty much the same gap as Mamoru and Yusagi. So what's the likelihood this is yet another one of the many personas of Mamoru Chiba? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> why, no. why absolutely not? Because That's going to be a hard pass for me. Yeah, shut it down. Why, why, why? I want you to to go back to what you just read. No, well, hold on. What I just read was a thing that is almost identical to the thing we're watching and are fine with. Well, fine with, but accept at least, let's say. Look, I I hate to be I hate to to break kayfabe here. But 6 to 8 years is actually more than the age gap between. <gasps> and look, and you know I'm not like <laughs> 
I don't want to like excuse, like excuse. We've talked before. It's like a lot better when when in, in the manga when Memory is just like a High slightly school. older boy. Yeah, yeah, a couple uh, years. But like, but like he'd be twenty one dating a fifteen year old at the current part of the the show that we're in. Well, you and usually gotta... say he's forty, so this is this is amazing <laughs> and a breakthrough. Yeah, I got a I, again. That's going to be a no from me. Okay, I, I I was pretty scandalized when it said he started dreaming of her and fell in love at her conception. Yes, I did not like that. That's awful. <laughs> but again, now to look at it from the other point of view for a moment, obviously. Falling in love with someone in a dream at the time of their conception means it isn't like, I mean, to get a little crass, it isn't a sex thing. (laughs) Obviously, it's some sort of weird spiritual connection and love that isn't. So was he he dreaming about her conception? Because I don't like that. (laughs) No, I think, I think, I haven't seen it. My the way I interpreted it when I heard it was that he's you know like having a vision of a of a of of you know spirit of a of a of an essence of a person, which is probably ageless. In uh, you know what? Why am I defending this? This is <laughs> this is ridiculous. I mean, honestly, what it sounds like is and uh, boy, Cheryl even identified uh, herself as our latest five dollar patron patron, and I really hope we're not just throwing that away. Yeah. Right oh, well, I, this I is not about that actually. <laughs> she's 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 asking a question. You don't think it's it's the same thing. And that's yeah, fine. But but I like to me that sounds more like less like the destined moon lovers being reincarnated thing and more like that thing in Twilight. I was gonna I was, say yeah, that too. I was, to, I was waiting for the chance to bring that up. Yeah. That 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 so obviously Twilight was stolen from Fruits Basket is what yeah. we're saying. There's there's a really good video uh, that Lindsay Ellis did about uh, owing Stephanie Meyer an apology, <laughs> and uh, I I you know what I I agree. Wait, why did they owe her an apology? Uh, t- t- go watch the video; it's very good. Okay. <laughs> All right, ready to get back to the show? Yes. Yay. Supers. So um, I'm on Wikimoon, uh-huh. and uh, it's it's talking about uh, Bonun, uh, the uh, the the monster of this episode, mm-hmm. and uh, they describe her as a genius loci. Yes, which is honestly like uh, one of my favorite types of uh, ghosts. Oh, uh, which is it's the spirit of a place. That's what the 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 name means. And if you've read uh my comic dracula the unconquered which odds are pretty good you haven't <laughs> it's available on comiXology uh first three issues are a dollar nice the the uh monsters that have shown up in the first arc are primarily genius loci because i i like the idea of a, a a place having a spirit as opposed to just a you know like people i think that's fun yeah that's that's really cool i've never heard of that before that's really neat. yeah, yeah. so bonun is the spirit of this cram school that has a that dates back to like Umino says it dates back like a hundred years or something. That doesn't seem like long enough. Uh, and she she's great though. Oh, yeah. this is her design is like if 
if new 52 harley quinn was a good design i i'll tell you what though i i don't i i see where you're coming from with the hair especially i don't like that she has the giant sleeves that she keeps like covering herself the entire time not because i'm like oh show me your body or something weird like that it just i feel like it looks weird she ends up like looking like mushy and weird so much of the time i i think it's good and like it's nice and flowy i think but cassidy of the three of us you're an artist oh yeah all right well ah time to let me put my my amy glasses on so i can really look at this with a good eye i like the sleeves i like the sleeves a lot i think however to avoid the mushiness, maybe there should have been some color delineation, maybe a little, I don't know, maybe a cuff or something to show where the sleeve actually ends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Something like that. But that t- the sleeve works. Maybe they just needed a little bit more, a little something, something. So she appears and then she she's going to haunt Ami. Which she doesn't actually appear. That's the thing. She appears to the audience. Yes, she's she appears invisible. to the audience. But she, uh, in, in her invisible form, just hunkers down on Ami's yeah. shoulders. Yep. <laughs> that was pretty creepy. <laughs> it was pretty great. I, this is such a fun visual. I think it's... Because re- she's, like, she's all, like, flowy lines. She's got these two huge pigtails. Uh, she's got, like, her skirt is a bunch of... Uh, how would you describe that? Like, it's strands, I guess? Like Mr. Sinister's cape. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Like Xena's skirt, but longer. Oh, yeah, much longer, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyway, this is when we, uh, Umino shows up, and we actually meet Mercurius. Sort and we of. See, sort, sort of. of. We see his mouth. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of the girls are extremely wide-eyed and tiny-mouthed. Oh. And no noses. <laughs> don't, Not a single nose. Don't forget about the incredibly uh, clever nickname for um- Umino. Uh, yeah, he calls him Professor Four Eyes. which is a a nickname that umino this is what he goes by like this is the implication is that's what he takes the test under yeah Uh, (laughs) and he seems very proud of it like he thinks it's real smart it's super clever to him he thinks he's like it's because i have glasses that's the the gag here yeah so uh back at the mizuno household ami has studied herself into illness (laughs) Which is represented by her having no, no, uh, no. hypnospiralize. No, no, no. Isn't the monster draining her energy, right? I thought this was just... Well, because Ami's already like falling asleep at school. I thought this was Ami exhausted. And that the, the uh, Bonun was just taking advantage of that. But this is the next morning, isn't it? Yeah, but you can... like Exhaustion adds up. I think she, she pushed herself too hard and wound up getting sick. Mm. But either way, uh, maybe. she's in bed, her eyes are spirals, she has no nose, yep. and she has a little cloth on her head. And uh, Bonun is just delighted and is going to use her special technique, which is love letters. <laughs> so she also, Mercury, Mercury thinks already that Mercurius is doing this to her. Mm-hmm. She's saying this in her stupor. Now... You're definitely sure that Ami awoke this. No, because you're right. She hadn't gone to this school before this episode. It's just the, the love letter thing is such a coincidence that it makes me wonder if she, if I was like, again, maybe the monster planted the first one to like start things off. But you're right. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, uh, Bonun 
throws uh, a, a shower, a barrage of love letters that perfectly outline Ami's body. <laughs> they trap her <laughs> in her place. Yeah. In her jammies. Uh, and then she hits her in the face with one. And even though she can't see it, Ami knows. Yeah. Just from the texture. From the texture. <laughs> yes it's a love letter and her reaction to it she's she can't have these she's allergic but then we have to talk about mind bubbles oh no yeah because she because the love letter makes a bunch of mind bubbles where ami is all of ami's knowledge is uh bubbling out of her head yeah bubbling out of her head and popping and going away and i was really hoping this would play out like the uh uh the no that was a uh, fan that was a f- yeah the kyuhiko azuma fan comic <laughs> i was really hoping because if you if you don't remember our episode about uh what was that called i can't remember a zone yeah that, that sounds right that sounds right uh it's the kyuhiko azuma who was would go on to be the creator of azumanga daio and yatsubato uh did a bunch of fan comics for sailor moon during and they're set during uh the first bit of R. So it's with uh, Ale and Anne. And it's about Anne stealing Mercury's intelligence. And then a, like, emotionless Mercury picks up a chair and beats her to a bloody pulp. <laughs> yeah. Going, give it back. Give it back. <laughs> and I was I was like, is, that, is this going to be that? No. It's not. No. But it's still pretty good. Uh, and in fact, I mean, which is kind of unfortunate. Not, not that... They don't beat the ghost with a chair, but because it, 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 that's I will say one of the things that is kind of a a thing that is is sort of lame about Sailor Moon, and I, and I love Sailor Moon, and I love I actually like the simplicity of it and the 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 you know formulaicness of it a lot of the time, but it is it is a little weak that so often what happens in the show is it's like, Oh, there's a threat and the threat is doing a thing and defeating the threat. Not only defeats the threat, but undoes the thing. Like she's got bubbles of knowledge that popped out of her head. And it's by the end of the thing, it's not like she goes, now I have to study twice as hard. Cause I lost that knowledge. It's like, no, I defeated the monster. Everything's fine. Like, don't worry. About yeah. It. Mm-hmm. Well, except that she's already getting perfect scores before she does all this extra studying. No, no, I'm saying it, that doesn't so happen. So you don't know that she didn't lose that uh, that that knowledge. But she gets another perfect score. Yeah, well, she's already getting perfect scores. What's she going to do, not get a perfect score? So you're saying she's, uh, again, as a 300-level IQ, it, it reduced her to 240, and she's like, I still got this. I'm fine. Yeah, she, she had smarts to spare. <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right, <laughs> fine. Uh, so Ami, in her weird sickness and not wearing her glasses... <laughs> Cannot tell that uh, that anime Harley Quinn is not Mercurius, her well, academic she, rival. No, no, hold on. I, also, she just doesn't know that she. I mean, she thinks Mercurius is a monster, doesn't she? Yes. Uh, also, she is hallucinating, and she's wearing these roughly jammies, uh-huh. and she falls down really hard right before she sees Mercurius <laughs> or before she sees Bonan. She's like. Oh, that is the thing that is doing this to me. I'm going to kill it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then Mamo and Usagi arrive with uh, Chibiusa. And Usagi opens the door and runs in to help. But Ami's bedroom has turned into a weird void. <laughs> <laughs> it no longer exists in a physical space. 
He gets some um, really cute acting from Asagi too in this whole scene. What's Mercury standing on? Who knows? <laughs> okay. Knowledge. <laughs> I guess. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Cassidy, do you want to talk about uh, when Usagi comes in the room? Yes, it's so cute because obviously it's a terrible void now. And Usagi just starts plummeting and has to grab on to the door frame uh, mm-hmm, the hallway. Mm-hmm. And it's just dangling there for, I think, almost the, think the entire scene. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what doesn't happen. And that's memory reaching down to help her back up. <laughs> hey, you're right. I didn't think of that. Yeah, no one helps her. <laughs> Why not? you got to imagine at this point, he's like, she'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Unless she needs motivation. So Ami stands up with her fist clenched <laughs> and uh, basically vows revenge. But uh, even Bonin is like, I don't know who Mercurius is. <laughs> please stop. So, hello? Please? <laughs> yeah, so, moshi moshi, she says. Yeah, Yeah, she says mochi mochi, which is... I don't know. I I assumed that was always only for using the phone. Well, apparently she's like, hello, I got a phone call for you. I'm not Mercurius. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe that's like a, you know, Earth to Jordan sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know? So Ami transforms. But wait! transformation sequence yeah. is, it's dope as shit it's is what it is. It's a different transformation. Yeah. Oh, it's, I have never seen this before. Like, this is the whole, st- like, that that's mind-boggling like that's the whole deal with sailor moon is the transformations are the same every time mm-hmm. if you watch a movie it's nicer but this is like no no we're gonna do a whole new transformation did these people get in trouble did their bosses come in and go wait what did you do and they're like well we already finished sorry well here's the thing i think they decided to go all out with this one because as you said mercury is like the most popular scout yeah in japan yeah. in japan like this even though it's 15 minutes long it has like an original score wow mm-hmm. yeah like that's one of the notes in wiki moon it has a a original music soundtrack especially for the special including a new song for this transformation sequence yeah that's insane so they wanted to give ami a good <sighs> one and there's like lightning effects and like it's it's really good. Like look look up the uh Amichan's first love uh transformation sequence if you haven't seen it, and then seriously get this Blu-ray. It's dope. Yeah. Like that's just having a new transformation sequence and everything, like really shows there's been so much clear love put into this little special. Hey, I just noticed that Mercury has three earrings in each ear. Yeah, yeah. I wrote that down. She has Mercury got her ears pierced three times. Yeah. <laughs> That's new. I'm into it. Uh, so we get this beautiful transformation sequence. It's like, I, I want them to put it in the show now next to everyone else's. <laughs> everyone else's no. looks like garbage. <laughs> and then Mercury's like exploding out of this beautiful water flower. And she's got the she's got the really long tails on her uh, bow, too. Yeah, yeah, very long so tail. She's very much a she's very much a manga style uh, Ami. Yeah. And uh, we get one of the best Sailor Senshi lines, which is douse yourself in water and repent. Mm-hmm. Oh, so good. That's so that's like religious. That's like, is that Catholic only or no? That's multiple. I think we've had this discussion before. What was the answer? Uh, I believe there is a similar thing uh, in uh, Shinto, but I don't know for sure. Oh, interesting. I know okay. people have been very frustrated with my lack of knowledge on this front before. Do a podcast about Shintoism. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jordan. 
Yes. Mercury Aqua Mirage is brand new, right? Oh yeah, that's that's totally new. I I think it's the only place it we've ever seen it. Yeah, I, I don't know if we're ever going to see it again. It's just like Sailor Garlic Attack. <laughs> you gotta watch these specials. <laughs> that's where all the new stuff happens. Um, so Usagi is still dangling from the door, and Mercury is going to use her new attack, which is uh, Mercury Aqua Mirage. And she's going to pray first? Yeah, she's going to... And meanwhile, Bonin is just standing there weirded out <laughs> by all of this. She doesn't know Sailor Scouts exist. She doesn't know about any of this. Like, bless her heart. But she's going to learn Mercury's formula for victory now. Yes, which is a bizarre bit of dialogue. I didn't, I didn't write it all down, did you? Uh, n- that's all she says. You're going to learn Mercury's, and then it's Mercury Aqua Mirage is her formula for victory. Which is like, a it's like a basketball. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like Mercury does some Space Jam moves. <laughs> Mercury goes full Uncle Drew on it. I don't know what that means. You should watch Uncle Drew, you'd like it. Uh, and then does what is essentially five, uh, what's, what's uh, Neptune's attack? uh deep submerge deep submerge yeah. yeah it's like five deep submerges at the same time it's beautiful <laughs> so and then it just ends like she just like falls over and usagi is fine uh she's on the ground again in fact she's like inside in their apartment like I, like so much that, like it makes very little sense because she's not even in a doorway anymore i don't even think or something right i mean well, I want to get to. I want to talk about this attack a little bit first. Oh, okay. We got more about the attack. Let's hear it. Because it turns into these sharp water beams, like ice beams, and then they hit, and then they encase Bonun in a sphere of water, and then the sphere implodes, and then Bonun has been turned into water, and then that explodes. <laughs> <laughs> There's like so much exploding in this attack. I love it. Does she turn into water? Yeah. I mean, she, I just thought she was soaked, but okay. I mean, look, maybe the explosion is the thing that I'm yeah. most concerned That's about. Water blows up a lot. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So then uh, Ami's cured, <laughs> except she's not. No, she falls down on her bed and mm-hmm. goes back to sleep. Mm-hmm. She's fine. <laughs> yeah, she'll be fine. <laughs> so then we cut to... Uh, all of the girls, minus Mercury, sitting at Fruit Parlor, Fruit Parlor Crown, uh, and they're all talking about, like, we cannot tell Ami <laughs> about <laughs> this guy we met. And Ami pops up and she's like, oh, you met him? Yeah, what I love that she, like? she rises from the bushes behind them. I don't get this scene, but let's, let's go through it first. Well, uh, she asks what he looks like, and Mina's like, uh, he looks just like this, uh, idol in my magazine that i'm reading this really cute guy and i was like he looks like young einstein by the way no he doesn't i mean he definitely does not do a couple of little like script like little pedo stash thing going on like the little wispy lines so yeah uh then we find out that actually mercurius guys guys y'all i am sorry he's a nerd (gasps) He looks basically like Umino, except his glasses are square instead of round. The end. And he has, like, spiky green hair. I thought he kind of looked like the guy from uh, Yu Yu Hakusho, which is Naoko Takeuchi's husband's manga. (laughs) 
like from behind. Like which guy from Yu Yu Hakusho? Like the main guy. Oh, Yusuke? From behind, before he turns around and we see his glasses. Let me let me see this man. He's got the he's got the like spiky green hair, and he's got the the uniform. Oh, he's wearing a green uniform. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't like. I do not actually think that was the joke. I was. <laughs> yeah. So he's got big square spirally glasses, and they're like, we can never tell her. <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> must never know. No, but why? I don't understand this. This is what I don't get. Why did they lie to her? To, to not disappoint her, I guess? To make her... I mean, I, listen, I guess she sa- already said romance is not in her vocabulary. But, like, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't understand. It seems like the answer should be, yeah, cool. Like, go for it. Um, he looks like Umino, so don't worry about it. Whereas if she says he looks like a gorgeous guy, Ami has a crush on this person. Like, why wouldn't they... Why wouldn't she be like, well, then I want to meet him. That's that's I, true. They are kind of setting it up for more problems later. Well, we know the scouts would never do that. <laughs> uh, why is he called Mercurius? Oh, uh, it's like his name backwards or something. Yes, his name is actually Kurume Suri, which uh, read, is read backwards as Merukurisu or Mercurius. And that's that. Yep. <laughs> So, so I I'm really aggravated that we don't know who sent her the letter (laughs) because that's the thing is I was at first I was like they lied to her her for no reason like this guy sent her a love letter like obviously she's gonna find out what he looks like eventually but then it's like no he didn't that that's just an assumption because of because it's Sailor Moon and you think all the coincidences are gonna work out but in this one they don't (laughs) it's just I mean like. Yeah, it's Ami's cute. Somebody sent her a love letter. Who? This is a scandal. This is <laughs> this is outrageous. Well, Jordan, let's let's pretend like we're in fifth grade. What do you think happened? Oh Jesus! <laughs> All right, I think it was Greg. It, maybe it was. Yeah, there you maybe go. Greg maybe was, was like, Greg. "Hey, I thought we had something. I'm just gonna leave this here." I'm back in town, and then she he he creeped around, and he saw her fallen in love with some other nerdy guy and he was like forget it oh so then we get some uh truly beautiful shots of birds flying around accurate yeah and we get the end credits focused on ami and the animation in this is so good it's so pretty la 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 never give up what's the name of that song i don't remember uh, I don't know, but it it was the closing theme for uh for S, right? Maybe some of it. I don't think every. I think aren't we on Tuxedo Mirage? No, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, this might be the single best animated piece of Sailor Moon. Yeah. Especially like watching it in in HD is oh, so crisp. Absolutely. Like they really went all out. I wish we knew who the animation director and director of this were. Yeah, it's it's so beautifully animated. You can pause it at any moment, and it's going to be a beautiful screenshot. Oh, can we talk about this song? Actually, I, I do want to talk about this song. The translation okay. of this song. Oh, I, I, like I'm going to have to like read it as we go because it's. Guess what happened after school today? I fell in love with a trickster at first sight. <laughs> But he looks like my ex. My head is spinning. What if I get hurt again? What should I do? 
I already know the answer. I want to play hard to get. How am I going to do it? I'll just be myself and tease him with my school uniform. <laughs> and that's the that's the the verse. <laughs> that sounds like a, a Mako song. Yeah. More than a Nami song. And then towards the end there, especially, you know, you pull the pull your uniform shoulder strap down a little. <laughs> yeah. Just like me to totter. Yes. So yeah, I guess it's time for us to talk about what we've learned. It's time for Sailor Businesses. And Cassidy, we will start with you. What did you learn from Ami's first love? Oh, I learned that I was right to not study that hard as a youth. What? How did you learn that? Because <laughs> at no point in my life did I end up like possessed by a demon sucking my energy away. That you know Because of, of all the studying it. Well, that's true. We don't know how many... Turn around. You don't know how many demons are in your life. You don't know. But <laughs> uh, that, look, that is true. You do not know how many demons are in your life. That's true. It's very true. Yeah. Let's see. What did I learn? <laughs> I mean, I learned about how hot Einstein was. <laughs> He's like a teen idol. I would like to apologize for me roasting young Einstein. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> let me let me let me try googling teen Einstein. Let's see what that comes up with. That is almost certainly going to give you a manga. Oh, is that a is that a thing? D- no, I'm just, that's just my guess. No, it didn't. It mostly is bringing up those same pictures. Yeah, and they threw in one Nikola Tesla here to like show off what a real sexy genius looks <laughs> wow, like. Wow, harsh. <laughs> harsh. I don't know why I'm roasting Einstein so bad. Like, he's got very, like, tired eyes. Like, he always just yeah. looks kind of, like, a little out of it. And then, I mean, I'm making fun of his mustache, and it's because it's a little baby teen's first mustache. It's it, it, it's pretty thick. It's it's pretty full. I mean, yeah, as he gets older, like, it's lovely. Look at him. I mean, I don't it's even right. see any instances of it being, like, a, a weak, thin mustache. It looks what? full all the time. Well, you're looking at teen Einstein. Let me, like, look up young Einstein. No, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's the same pictures. I, I, I looked at that earlier. Well, I'm, I'm seeing this. I would really like to talk about what I learned at some point. <laughs> All right. Okay. No more about Einstein's mustache. <laughs> what else, aside from this important Einstein stuff, did you learn, Chris? Uh, I learned that even when you're just blazed on NyQuil, you can still beat a monster if you have the power of knowledge on your side. Okay. Actually, she used a new attack that seemed very powerful. It seems that being blazed on NyQuil makes you stronger. You know, that could be true. <laughs> Give it a shot. Let's, let's let's all take a sip of the scissor <laughs> oh, wow. and see what happens. Wow. Don't do that. That's how Pimsy died. Uh, but yes, I think we've we've been pretty effusive about this. This is honestly one of the best. It's only what 16 minutes long, but it's I I consider it to be an episode, right? Like it's one of the best episodes of Sailor Moon there is. Apparently yeah. they, they should all be this short. Yeah, they really should be. <laughs> These shorts have been fun. Uh, were the other ones short? Uh, were the other shorts short? <laughs> I think so. I think they were, because there were three of them in like 45 minutes, right? So yeah, they must have all yeah. been a little short. Uh, the animation in this is beautiful. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's the best Ami spotlight we've ever gotten. She's funny and charming and like has a ton of personality. And we get to see her being a little like wacky about it like you know studying so hard that she goes into a hallucinatory trance (laughs) like it's really really good the the transformation sequence the attack it's it's all 
fantastic stuff. Highly, highly recommended. Like I, I have not watched black dream hole yet, but if I don't like that movie, the Blu-ray will honest to God be worth it just to have this. Wow. I really loved it. That's great. Yeah, no, it was terrific. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I agree with you. It's, it was great. I, and again, I, I thought the, the one we watched last time, I thought that uh, Neptune and Uranus was one was amazing as well. So to me, two of the three original story shorts were great. I'm, I'm three for three on them. I know. Do you, did you, have you seen those uh, those shorts, Cassidy? Uh, no, I haven't. Yeah, um, I've seen, I've read the manga, so <laughs> I've got, I know what they're about and stuff. I haven't seen them. Are they like, is the animation quality anywhere close to this one? It's it's good, but I mean, this is again, this is maybe the best it's ever been. Yeah. No, it's it's not as good. I I, I think the chibi one. At, at, I think they probably all were just normal television quality. The Chibi one definitely was normal television quality. They were aired in the theater. Like they, they aired alongside the movie. So maybe they're a little bit better. No, no, no. The, the, the specials did not. The, oh, that's right. The specials were on TV. Yeah. It was just, yeah. This was in the theater. That's why it's so gorgeous. Um, but those ones were just a, an extra long special Sailor Moon special. Yeah. Cool. Well, this was this was good. This was a, a, a it's again, it's good to be back into Sailor Moon that we can legitimately enjoy with uh, un uh you know, unequivocally. Uh Cassidy, any final thoughts on Ami's first love? Um only that it is so super cute, absolutely adorable. It really reinforces like if Sailor Mercury is your favorite Sailor Scout, this really reinforces everything that you love about her. Mhm. It's so gorgeous. If you just look at the screen caps, all the screen caps are so cute and adorable. And just watch it. Just watch it. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, I, I think adorable is a very good watchword for this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny how wrong she is. We we didn't talk enough about how wrong she was, I don't think. I mean, she got a perfect score, Jordan. No, not that. <laughs> like, like, like the whole, how, how, like, she's like just hammering, hammering on this idea that the monster is Mercurius so, so, so much. Uh, and, uh, yeah, she's wrong. No, she's very wrong. Yeah, it's she's true. We don't get to, we don't get to see Amy flustered or incorrect or all stressed out like this very much. So it's fun. Hooray. Yeah, so that does it for uh, for the specials. I guess we're done with with all of them, right? Like, there's there's no more. Yeah, all we've got left is one movie and the rest of the series, the final season. Mm-hmm. When we go into Sailor Stars, and then we can move on to our final. We'll be free. The curse will be broken. <laughs> we'll have done two hundred and fifteen episodes of this show, something like that. But before we get out of here, Cassidy, yes. Would you please let everyone know where they can find you online? I would love to. You can find me at Twitter at CassidyStone1, and that's a number one. And there you can see art and pictures of my cats and all that good stuff. <laughs> Fine. And that's Cassidy with a C? Yes. 
Uh, Jordan, what about us? Where can everybody find us? You can find our podcasts at Sailor Business on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O. You can find our producer, Jake Mason, at JJ underscore Mason. He does all the editing for our podcast. He cut out all the things that Chris didn't like that I said this episode. And I hope so. (laughs) So this episode's like eight minutes long. And he does that in his in his spare time between his other twenty seven podcasts. Uh, you should check out what he does. Chris, how about yourself? Uh, you can find all of my stuff by going to the isb dot com. That'll have links to everything I do, like uh, the other podcasts that I do, like War Rocket Ajax and Apocryphals, the podcast that I do about the Bible, uh, which is a very fun listen that people seem to like quite a bit. So, Jordan, I think you would enjoy it. I probably would. Yeah, it it sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, So check all that stuff out and please be with us next time. We are going to be talking. We're going to be doing a chibisode about how much we loved Sailor Moon the Super Live. (gasps) Yeah. Uh, And what a fun weekend that was. Uh, So be here for that. And until then, keep your mind on Sailor Business. Sailor Business.